Blog Talk Radio. Um, and the very next show is next Monday. So um, 
here. This will be at 10 o'clock Hawaiian time. We've got very special guests coming on to discuss Satanism running Hollywood. And, and this is my special guest. It will be Freeman Sly and Jamie Hanshaw of The Free Zone. If you've never listened to the radio show The Free Zone and gone to freemantv.com, there's a whole wealth of information there. And um, I'm very excited to have these guests come on. Um, they have amazing material, and they break down this crazy world we live in in, in a great way. And I, I really uh, resonate with what they're talking about. And I, I had Freeman on episode 22 a while back. You know, he was on the journey. Well, um, anyway, this show, you know, we're going to have him, uh, him and his, his uh, companion come on and you know, we're going to break down the crazy bread and circus that's molding and shaping their mind around us every day. And hope that'll be a great show. Um, and, you know, this time we're going to go into the deep strangeness, strangeness of, of, of Hollywood and entertainment to get the real picture of what it all really is and who it's really run by. So I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to have that, that show. Um, that will complete the Hell Live Vision Vision Show, and I think I've by then touched on everything uh, that I really want to touch on. Um, you know, I said I was just doing six parts to the Tell Live Vision series of shows, and I even said I'm tired of talking about this subject matter, and I kind of am, but it, it's so much of everything people focus on, and that's, that there's never enough said, you know? So, and what's going on with current events lately has prompted me to do this episode since it fits so well. And so, yeah, that's, that's the purpose of this series of shows is to promote awareness of the greatest mind control that this world has ever seen. And so, um, yeah, the, the, this, this entire show, the purpose of Chan It Down Radio, is to create awareness and promote consciousness. It, it, it is to, t- to um, take our minds away from the great lies and deceptions and, and chant it down. This show is here to take you out of the system and, and you know, be a real free human. And that's why I say chant it down to the fullest degree, uh, you know, take it down to some really deep level. With this stuff here, you know, this is just, well, uh, a breaking down of one part of it all. But it, it needed, I uh, felt like, a real fleshing out long ago. And so uh, the last five installments of the Tell Live Vision Vision series of shows uh, would have been starting in episode 64. We had part one, and that's origins and social engineers. Going over, you know, just the the um, origins of the the creation that's in your in your living room. This this hypnotizing box, and then episode 65 was part two, evolution of media mind control. You know, just continuation of episode one and continuing on the evolution. And episode 66, part three, contributors to degraded humanity and, and showing, you know, what, what's really taken humanity out right now and, and, and he created such a dysfunctional, um, uh, you know, second-class human out there that has been degraded by design to not be sharp-thinking individuals to help, you know, actually, you know, see what's going on. And then episode 67 was part four. Of this, and that's subtle and obvious techniques of media mind control. Where I went over, you know, the the less obvious and the more obvious things that show media mind control. And then uh, the last episode I did was part five, traits of a media con- media control society. 
and that involves getting into, um, you know, how to identify people around you who are controlled by the media. And today is the Global Drama Show. And uh, so all of these shows, um, which are are really a, a, a very fleshed out addendum to episode 15 way back in the archive. And um, that is when I did that show initially, I knew there was so much more. And I just felt like, well, this is such a big chunk of people's lives that I need to really get it in, into this, um, you know, to clear it out of the way. Uh, so, so you know, I've, I've felt like I've done my job. So the global drama. Well, before I get into that, let me get out the call-in number. In case you want to call into the show, it is um, 347-324-3342, 347-324-3342. I'll try to get you on if you want to, you know, come on and chant it down. Um, don't get many callers on the show. And, well, you know, I'm going to be giving you a lot of information today, so you can either just sit back and listen, but if you have things to add, the information, and you're, um, will it, you know, uh, wanting to know more or comment within, you can always call in the show at 347-324-3342. And hopefully, again, I'm coming in clear here. Hard to know. So uh, now that I've gone over in great t- detail, uh, who owns the media, the history controllers of it, and the evolution, episodes 64 and 65. Now it's good to look into the continuous drama that moves this world into an enclosing hand of control. Uh, Drama that people believe in, thus allowing it to move forward into a further lockdown of your freedoms and even consciousness. So this will um, make, you know... uh, this will kind of show you, you know, the, the whole global agenda, uh, if you know what to look for. And I think most of it, you know, most of you out there and most of you in my audience know this already. This is like uh, uh, already a um, kind of embedded thing for a lot of you who are listening. But Awake or not, it's easy to get caught up in such a web of confusing information. It's easy to get caught up in in so much because it is confusing. And it and it's the, the shock and the heart string pulling spun by the media that draws in human emotion and it takes people in. And and when they do that, we kind of forget about what we lose track of, of where where we really are because of the emotional impact. You know, um, it it actually imbalances I would say the right brain in that direction, you know. Um, and, yeah, so because, of course, they know how to manipulate the human because they know how the human brain works better than probably brain surgeons, they are able to really get in there and able to really work the, the average human who is nothing, doing nothing but consuming and coming home and can work and watching television. And it's, and it's uh, crazy. But first of all, one thing that you will never get from my show is fear. So I want I always put that out there. And I think if you listen, if you've been a listener, you'll know that I never do that. And maybe that can help you discern my material from other alternative media that gets your heart level up and gets you all worried and frantic about the next thing. You know, no worries on my show, okay? No worries. Channel Down Radio, no worries. So um, I said on the last show, one of the traits of media, a media mind control society is, is fearful people. 
and um, the mainstream media has people afraid of one thing to the next and to the next. You know, you worry about that. Oh, no, what's going to happen? Oh, no, oh, no. And then that calms down. It's these waves of worries. And, and they come in different different frequencies and different different um, different styles of waves. But it's all these, like, waves of fear coming in, you know what I mean? And, and so... Uh, yeah, I mean, there there are people have different names for this sort of thing, but I I just call it the global drama. Other researchers like David Icke call it the movie, or Lennon Honor calls it the global motion picture stage show. And and this is the drama that keeps unfolding on this earth with, um, with all these key archetype characters and countries to get our minds caught up in it. And uh, so we don't really, you know, it, it's this, this ongoing drama, really it is. It's just like chapters of dramas here, basically. And and this is what we have continually keeping people down. And also another show another thing that this show is not is is not a news show. If you've noticed, and I've said before, I don't keep up with current events all the time. That's not who I am and it's time-consuming to do such a thing. I'm an observer, and I chant down the lie to get to the truth. So I'm, I'm one here to um, kind of give, you know, even if a lot of stuff's going on in the world, I might be talking about something entirely different that consciousness in, in a new way. But when there are big things going on, I um, do like to get into um, some, some, real, some of the current events a little bit, and I will today with today. But like I say, this is not a news show, and I'm not I'm not one that gets into that. You know, I I, I that's not who I am. I'm I'm an observer, and I chant down the lies. So we like to take it all the way down on this show and go. And for me to focus on this series for so long, it's hard because there's so much deeper aspects of consciousness and different eclectic information. I can't wait to share on the show, but the greatest mind control in world history needs to be identified, and that's unfortunately where most people that you know, that you see in everyday life, are caught in. And I always like to bring it back to reality as well, because that's where we live. And although, you know, I think some people spend too much time worrying about the system, because a lot of them are completely taken, there is the importance of also, it's a balance, you know, uh, but, you know, because unfortunately that's where most people are at. If you want to meet more people where they're at, you got to know, you know, go to that level sometimes. And I feel like, you know, this is one of the biggest things out there, the biggest mind control in the world, this media manipulation. And, you know, on this show, I'm not afraid to say, I don't know. You, you know, I don't know everything. I don't. And most people don't. There also are times I might be wrong. And, uh, you know, um, there might be times when I, I can say that. I don't know for sure what happens on a lot of world events, but also neither does half the people who say they do. Because we have a huge web of information to sit through, and it's confusing and it can give you a headache. I mean, first of all, you have those roundtable groups who like who are like, um, you know, the Council on Foreign Relations, Bilderbergers, Trilateral Commission, who decide how to run all aspects of our lives. And, and then you have, so you have that edifice power, power up there. Then you have 
six main companies you receive information from. GE, Disney, News Corp, Viacom, um, Time Warner, and CBS. I think CBS and Viacom are supposed to merge, and in time probably will. But in other words, what I'm talking about here is the corporate media. So you have that edifice of power below those roundtables. And all six companies have roots in intelligence and these roundtable groups. So this is a tight-knit bunch who also have ties into the occult. And I went over all this in detail in Episode 15. So, I mean, just for an example, try, try getting a story out there that doesn't quite agree with them. You know, this is a wall. We're talking about a wall of media here that will not, you cannot penetrate and you shouldn't even waste your time with. And you shouldn't even waste your time listening to as well. Because reporters are no longer these diehard journalists like Lois Lane and Superman, you know, climbing the Eiffel Tower to get a shot of at the bombers, you know, for some some story that will, will uh, then get her, her, her uh, Pulitzer Prize award. <laughs> and, you know, that's, that's so unrealistic. You know, that doesn't happen. These, these, are report, these reporters, as some people call repeaters, because that's what they are, they, they're just handed down information. I mean, I think they've always been paid off and compromised, but now with the media so merged, we just get reporters, you know, handed down these reports from official sources, or quote-unquote official sources, right? Then, then you have the alternative media, which is another web to sift through. Who, who can you trust? Everyone's a shill. Everyone's an op. They say, you know, people out there on the Internet. And it's just a mess of that stuff, too. So, yeah, who, who can you trust? And it really creates a reality of confusion and chaos on who to trust. And it's overwhelming. It comes to a point where you know you've been lied to so much. I mean, you start to question everything. You even wonder if the flat earth people are right, you know, because what do you know? The, the thing is, you don't know. We don't know, yeah? Um, good thing, though, there is an alternative group of independent individuals out there, such as myself and people that I have on the show, that have researched and come into basically the same conclusions through hard-earned research and checking facts and, and going where the information goes. It's like it's, there is that out there, and that is solid, and that is what we can rely on. But the best thing is, you, you start to question everything, and I think it, which is good. It's best to come with a blank slate. It's best to come with that. And However, the importance is to gain perspective back through your own finding out. You know, Let knowledge become wisdom. And even more, how are you going to put that knowledge into action, that wisdom? Very important. Because if you're willing to come to, with a blank slate, then you're going to have to fill it up with the, the things that resonate with you. And, we're, you know, so so little do we really know. That's all I can say. And because the control is in the hands of a few, and for so long, too, thousands of years, then we have, you know, very little information. But we don't need to worry about all that stuff. As I said before, when I talk about the global the ongoing global drama here, one thing that automatically you get into is false flags. And what false flags is, 
historically the term false flag has its origins in naval warfare, where they use the use of a flag other than the belligerent's true battle flag as a ruse de guerre before engaging the enemy has long been accepted. All right, well, that's this, uh, that's where the term came from, according to Wikipedia here. But the contemporary term false flag describes covert operations that are designed in such a way that the operations appear as though they are being carried out by entity, group, or nations other than those who actually plan and execute them. Operations carried out during peacetime by civilian organizations as well as covert government agencies may, by extension, be called false flag operations as they seek to hide the real organization behind the operation, the real organization. Which reminds me, um, when I think of the word organization, I just recently um, went and saw the movie Spectre, the the new 007, the latest 007 movie. And um, here we have a reboot of the organization that Sean Connery battled as James Bond from the Ian Fleming novels. And uh, I recommend the new one. Don't listen to the red credits. I recommend the, the new Bond movie. I do. I think it's a good one. Um, I don't know. You know, everybody's got their own thoughts on things like that. But, yeah, um, I, I just wouldn't let, listen to the critics because they have they have their their uh, their own ways of looking at material. And when you're when what's all said and done, when you've paid your money, and you've seen a movie. Did did it satisfy you? That's the real question. You know, movies from a lot of angles is what I'm kind of saying here. But um, I actually enjoy James Bond movies. I may have a little soft spot for them, I guess, because I grew up on them. And and you can draw parallels to this global reality with it. I mean, Spectre is is in the Sean Connery films was an organization that works behind the scenes with many of their members in, in different positions of power in society, and they manipulate and fund, fund wars, terror, and they get, you know, governments um, against each other, and, you know, they, they're, they're like a third party out there causing problems on the earth with false flags. Now, those were the older ones in the 60s. Now, if you watch the newer one uh, with Casino Royale. Now, if you have not, um, this will be spoilers from here on out on Bond movies here. So maybe if you haven't caught up or maybe you don't like the movies that much or whatever the case may be, but you want to know and you want to watch them, maybe maybe uh, don't listen for a few minutes here as I go over this because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to definitely put in some spoilers here. But um, Casino Royale was high-stakes poker game to win back money, and the villain host is betting in the market using terror, and he was funded by this guy named Mr. White, who got the funding from his organization. So this guy was, um, you know, betting on things that uh, would gain him stock from terrorism, and Bonds throws a monkey wrench in it, so it ends up having to be this high-stakes poker game in order to, to win the money and continue on funding terror. Dr. White was the original funder from his organization. 
So that was the first one. Now, the, the follow-up to that movie was called Quantum of Solace, and it continues where it left off. And this time, Bond, at the end of Quantum of Sol- or the Casino Royale, he captures that Mr. White. And so it just starts right there. And um, he, he tries to find out more about this organization. And, uh, you know, some things happen, and, well, he, he loses Mr. White, but uh, uh, he gets clues, and so he goes and he eavesdrops on a meeting of um, in, during an opera via these little earpieces, and, and he's listening, you know, in on how this group meets at this uh, opera. And, you know, it's like another one. The critics really hated this, this particular Bond movie, Quantum Solace, and it really wasn't that bad. It makes you wonder who they work for, too, because this one is so revealing of what is really going on in, on the world, in the world. And, uh, but anyway, in, in this one, the villain is Mr. Green, and he's behind a front organization called Green Planet. He's pretending to be environmental and blaming the problem that they secretly created on global warming. And so the, the, um, this, this Mr. Green works for the same organization. And that problem they created was them diverting drinking water and, and, uh, and to magically bring it back, they would need full rights of the utilities in that country and raise rates. Then it would all come back. And so during one scene of the movie, he threatens the president, the current president, if he doesn't sign over the rights of water to his organization. He has a little dialogue he's something like, you know, but you should know something about me and the people I work with. We deal with the left or the right, with dictators or liberators, and basically he said if, you know, he doesn't sign them, then his willing willing replacement will um, be the next one to sign it standing by. So, this this uh, organization that you know penetrates all these different um, governments, you know, and you know has their arm of control within the world. And th- this one really exposes this group who wants to control uh, everything, and they're called Quantum in this one, and hence the name Quantum of, of Solace. So so many parallels to the real world group meeting the world today. That you know the real control group. And then so the next movie um, that was in was Skyfall, which came out a few years ago, as you probably remember. And it, it's tracking an assassin for the first half when he, he finally has, Bond finally has this assassin. He has him hanging from a, a high-rise building. He's asking him, you know, um, who he's working for. And the guy uh, would rather drop off the building and say, and and then so in the latest one, Spectre, that I just saw recently, it ties together all three previous films, including the Skyfall main villain, which I thought poorly done, but overall not a bad film because in the movie, Bond ends up finding enough information about this organization, eavesdrops on a roundtable meeting, and they talk about the success. He hears them talking about their success in their latest fake terror attack in Hungary and Tunisia. And so, um, and it turns out that Bond has been dealing with the same organization all four movies. This organization that has their their man 
in intelligence too. And this particular episode, the one of their men, the organization's men, is in, in intelligence trying to merge together MI5 and MI6. So they have their hands in all sorts of pies. This organization, and and even in the in the new Spectre movie, one of Bond's coworkers or whatever he is actually says that the merger is the new world order. And so it's interesting, you know, there's a lot of things with the 007. I know the name is, uh, comes from some kind of a cult thing having to do with uh, Aleister Crowley. You know, there's a lot of deep stuff that I don't even know about. And that, maybe I should ask Freeman when he comes up. But, yeah, I mean, I feel that these movies are communicating a message about how a giant organization really does run politics, events, uh, media and all institutions across the planet, and and, it, and it's an important parallel. And uh, I mean, so so these movies really kind of give you a basic look of of what's going on. I've actually used this example before in another episode uh, talking about this too. Uh, but with this final Spectre movie coming out, it really did uh, lend a lot of uh, you could say perspective on this particular. Uh, Look at how how a, a, a roundtable group with all these these different people within the key people in certain power groups out there in institutions of society. And then the side note in Inspector Bond gets smart blood injected in him so they can track him anywhere on Earth. These little nano robots makes you think of of Morgellons and things. And so, yeah, anyway, but the, the critics didn't like this one much, just like Quantum of Solace. I, I think, it, it, you know, this movie could have been done better. It wasn't, but it, but better than an average Bond movie. And I think Craig actually does play a, a decent Bond. But anyway, I mean, think of that model in the real world. And, of course, Bond really would be on the side of the elite being a by six, so it's, it's totally unrealistic. But just to kind of give you that basic um, look, an organization that isn't left or right, they're international, and they have an agenda. But much worse and darker than Spectre, these are the producers of the global drama. So, so many events can be described as, as false flags. A lot of them are are also the same. No, people, you know, I mean, thinking about how people jump to the same conclusions sometimes with very little evidence on things that could be false flags and maybe not, there's a lot of people that are quick to jump. And it's good and it's, and it's bad, you know. It, it, sometimes I think people are just searching for that. When some things do actually randomly happen, but most of the time, and it, it's involving this global drama, it usually is, is staged false flags. That's why it's important to do your own research. And I, I think it's even more important to understand the symptoms of false flags and look who's, who benefits from it all, you know? And even more important is who is believing in all this bullshit they peddle out there, the masses of With them, without them believing, their efforts would fall flat on their face. So it's important to understand that we're holding this thing up again and, and, and letting these lies take over our lives. If you know what's going on, then it's just laughable when you view the global drama. It really is. These ridiculous stories that we're supposed we're supposed to believe, you know. Uh, you know, tell me, like, in the history of media in your home, 
How many of these were you taken by? For example, the Cold War, fear of nuclear fallout, or AIDS. I mean, the AIDS epidemic uh, was massive where, you know, people were afraid of kissing someone or fear of cholesterol or the killer bees, you know, supposed to have made it in the 90s. Oh, no, they're coming. Fear of Russia, fear of Libya, fear of Saddam Hussein, fear of Iran, fear of North Korea, fear of Y2K, fear from events like 9-11, Oklahoma City, 7-7, school shootings, the Boston bombing, fear of Al-Qaeda, and now fear of ISIS. I mean, you could stockpile a much bigger list, too, I'm sure. But, you know, how many of these were, were you taken by or are you taken by? Are you still? And look at, look at. It's always fun to look at things in hindsight and go, "Oh, we were worried about that. Oh, we were caught up in that." It's always funny to go back and think, you know, half the things, more than half the things you worry about, don't even happen. You know, but how many of these have taken you or are taking you and making you feel afraid? So. Now we have the current chapter of the global drama, and that is ISIS. First of all, you got to wonder who is funding this movement. I mean, official sources, if you go, if you go online and look at what official, quote-unquote, official sources say, here it says, a small but steady flow of money to ISIS from rich individuals in the Gulf continues to say current and former U.S. officials with Qataris, the biggest of flyers. These rich individuals have long served as angel investors, as one expert put it, for the most violent militants in the region, providing the seed money that helped launch ISIS jihadi groups. Okay, that's the official sources. Now, then you can get into a little big, deep digging, and you can come across, I came across this. Uh, this uh, website, DC Clothesline, and it says um, in the article, a special ops officer blows whistle on CIA funding through Swiss bank accounts. So here it says, ISIS is funded by the CIA, says Scott Bennett, who is a U.S. Army Special Operations Officer, 11th Psychological Operations Battalion Civil Affairs Psychological Operations Command. That's quite a title. And a global psychological warfare counterterrorism analyst, formerly with the defense contractor Booz Allen Hamilton. He received the direct commission as an officer, held a top secret slash sensitive compartmentalized information, TS slash SCI, security clearance, and worked in the highest levels of international counterterrorism in Washington, D.C., and MacDill Air Force Base in Tampa, Florida. He has developed and managed psychological warfare theories, products, and operations for U.S. Special Operations Command, U.S. Central Command, and State Department Coordinator for Counterterrorism, and other government agencies. Quite a mouthful of that there. But anyway, he views ISIS, which is a hybrid terrorist organization, as the artificial creation of the CIA and the Mossad in a joint operation. Ultimately, chasing ISIS into Syria result, will result in Russian intervention and World War III. 
But first we have to contend with ISIS on our doorstep. Only eight miles from El Paso, and that's, I guess, uh, uh, ISIS near, I don't know, what what are they talking about here? Uh, ISIS near, near El Paso? In Mexico, I guess. This is the quintessential false flag cover in which they hope to convince most of America to accept martial law out of ignorance to the role that the CIA and its allies will have played in the event. This parallels the letter I received from the Texas Ranger on the same topic, which he claimed the Rangers are bracing for an attack by ISIS against targets in Texas. Well, I don't know anything about that, but this is a more, um, you know, uh, whistleblower look at the ISIS situation versus the official story that I, or official sources I just read. See how confusing it is, you know, and really there is a lot to really sit through. And what I would just say is turn the television off and have fun and enjoy your life. <laughs> you know, there's so much to get caught up in. But, you know, it, you can look at the past here and you can say, well, Al-Qaeda was created and funded by the CIA. During, during the Russia-Afghanistan um, War, they funded that side, and that was all created and through the U.S. government. And, and most people listening probably know. And I'm not saying there are not. Islamic fundamentalists, but if one studies the religion carefully, I think, you know, that's not what it's all about. And these are weaponized groups. I mean, just take a look at these things, you know. I mean, take a look at all these different events that we're supposed to believe here in this global drama. I mean, here's some telltale signs of false flag and I would say smoke being irrigated not blown up your ass, but piped up there. That's what I would I would have to say. Um, here's some telltale signs, and one of them I always always have noticed, and I didn't really have a definition for it, but it's always so convenient. They, you know, in other words, they found the passport of the terrorist, or they they found the headband of a terrorist in 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 a supposed shot down plane wreck on Flight 93 9/11, even though. None of the records was even identifiable and any bigger than a phone book. But they just happened to find this one headband. Oh, that must be the terrorist headband, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the video of Osama bin Laden admitting admitting responsibility for 9-11. And, and to me, it was, like, it was like the Joker sending a message to Batman from some secret cave, you know. <laughs> just, it just is so convenient. Oh, yeah, we found this. Yeah, or or when they found Saddam Hussein, you know, uh, that story is kind of suspect too. And there's a whole slew of stories out there that I don't even want to go over. But you know, notice though, Obama's name is Barack Hussein Obama, and it's kind of like a mixture of the archetype villains just to mess with our minds. You know, why doesn't he go by Barry Sotero, his real name? I mean, it's just kind of funny. You think, you know, Obama, Osama, and Hussein, Saddam Hussein, Barack Hussein Obama. It's just kind of like a mind mess for a mind manipulation there, you know? It's just like they wanted to throw something in to really just have a big laugh, you know, those the controllers. I mean, it's really just a big laugh for them that all people believe in this crap. Seriously. And, and uh, I mean... That's that's why it's just weird when it's it's so convenient, 
and now with, with like ISIS claiming responsibility the next day after the Russian jet, and then the next day after the Paris attack, we just we're just supposed to believe with blind faith, you know? It, you know, it's like they raise their hand. It was us that did it. We did it. Yeah, yeah. But but what gain do they get? It's it's kind of like, you know, it, it reminds me of. It, it reminds me of um, uh, a punk kid who who threw an egg at you or a rock or something, and from the bushes, and he wants you to chase him. Come after me. I did it. You know, they're they're saying come after us. We did it. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Just just something wrong about that. You know, it's just so convenient. That's one of the tell tell signs, I'd say. You know, and I smell that people are being had again. And big events then spur little side stories while the fear is hot. Have you ever noticed when the heat's up, they turn it up and they and they keep that boiling for a while. You know, they if you watch the news or go online to the news, you'll see. All these articles were related, and then you see the rest of the news, and it's just so, it's it's just so funny. They love to keep the hot, the heat going up um, on these, these these uh, in this global drama. You know, I mean, I, I looked at uh, um, CNN and how they spin off so many stories from this, and and then look at like this. Uh, this threat to New York, or they had a threat to D.C., but here they have this threat to New York with no video or anything. We're just supposed to believe it. It's just like weapons of mass destruction. We're supposed to believe that. Where were they? Where were they? Oh. Yeah, they got them. They pulled them out of that. Yeah, really. You know, and we're just supposed to have this blind faith that, that this is this is what's going on, you know, just like just like the Osama bin Laden video and, and many other things. And Again, I don't pay a lot of attention to the details because I know it's all bullshit out there. And I know a lot of you know that listening know that too. But, I mean, we're just supposed to believe this. And then then the same with this Belgium on lockdown, you know, Brussels. Uh, I mean, well, it's just there wasn't even really any threat. Supposedly one of the suspects is in Belgium. It's just so convenient. And everybody's so threatened by this little group. Yet even, I bet you just France, if they really wanted to, could destroy them if they, you know, just with their firepower alone. This is a small group. And and then you've got to ask the right questions. I mean, what what does ISIS really get from all this terror? It, it rings a, a familiar bell to me of uh, Cobra from G.I. Joe, if you remember the cartoon. Uh, in the cartoon, Cobra Commander. And the, is the head of Cobra, and they they want to conquer the world. And I remember wondering when I was a kid, if Cobra conquers the world, then then what are they going to do with it? You know, after all is said and done, well, well then what are they going to do with it? And then then what's the end goal? And of course, those there are those who are elite in this world that are seeking something similar like that, and and and. It's a plan for a one-world government, microchip population, and total control. It's, of course, you know, if you want to read in their own writings. I mean, it's not, it's not me just saying that or, or, you know, just something you find on the Internet. It, you, can, you can research it yourself. So um, a group like what we're talking about here, it's a group with such dedication through thousands of years. 
and 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 it can make it hard to, for many to believe. You know, why would people that die die for this goal, this common goal? Well, that's why why I believe it it goes off planet. I mean, it goes. You gotta you have to dig deep, and and for those deep reasons, I believe it it goes off planet. It's also a spiritual fight too, light against dark. And and so I mean yeah there is that, but when you look at these smaller things, you, you go okay well what's the end goal for them? You know when you go, I, I mean, when I was talking about, uh, I lost my train of thought. Well, I, I was talking about GI Joe the cartoon, and in in um, I think that the GI Joe cartoon in particular was shown to my age group in the 80s did programming for now so we can easier accept the international group causing terror that wants to take over the world conquer the world you know and uh, I mean there's just a lot of questions you really have to answer though ask yourself you know for this story for all these stories to be believable um, well to believe all these stories people should be at least asking the right questions first uh, I mean, if the shooters really are from ISIS that were in Paris, why, why not attack Russia? Since Russia has been actively bombing and obliterating their stations, and Russia has done, done far, far more to destroy ISIS than France ever has, why not, not you know, the shooting in Moscow, not in uh, Paris? So we got to be vigilant, you know, and know the telltale signs of lies being thrown at you. But this global drama is complete lies. You know, some of the lies, like the media changing stories till the official version is unified across the filter of corporate media. Um, or it's always, there's always like drills happening. Have you ever noticed that? There's always drills happening on the day of, of military drills, where, whether it was 9-11 or 7-7. You know, there just happens to be these, these military drills going on the same day. Uh, and another thing, well, this terrorist attack happened on Friday the 13th. Look at symbolic dates. There's symbolic dates out there, and, and it takes knowledge of their occult matters and symbolisms to understand fully. But, you know, that's something to also take into, into uh, consideration. And then, of course, who benefits? Who benefits from this? I mean, the the um, I would say the goal here in mind that the elite have is that they want to foment World War Three. I would I would really say that that is what they want to do. And how they will go about doing that is first of all you have to go after this this uh, quote unquote band of terrorists that we all need to be afraid of, and because different nations might step on each other's toes during these conflicts, then it will stir up bigger conflicts. Let's say that, that uh, America or, or France or somebody accidentally bombs Iran, and then they get involved, but then Russia and China are in alliance with them or, or anything sort of like that. And then you got this World War Three, this World War Three situation. Now, why would, why would the elite want a World War Three? Well, they want to restructure this world into their new world order. They want to restructure it into a more controlled um, than it is already, 
And and this is control freaks here. These aren't people like you and me who walk on the street and meet each other. And and these are not like your neighbors. These are people who have been brought up in an entirely different way of existence, and their religion is is entirely different and and uh, involves some hideous things. So these are people that do not grow up like you. So I mean, this is this is again a group of people at a round table like Spectre. Other telltale signs, though, I mean, just think about, like, cameras always don't work during these events. Oh, yeah, I don't know. The camera just stopped working. We're out of batteries or the electricity went out. There's always some excuse uh, that, that didn't happen that day that you can't find uh, something didn't work, you know. And, yeah, so those are just some telltale signs. Um, so be vigilant. Be, be vigilant and, and understand even while things are going on. That's that's the moment people get caught up the most. You can look in hindsight and go, oh yeah, the killer bees did not make it, and I don't know anybody who's been attacked by them, and we we wasted all that worry on that. Well, again, they they want you worried, they want you you scared, and they want you backing um, wars and and all sorts of things like that. So, you know, be vigilant. I mean, yeah, take a look at the decades you've been alive and ask yourself how many of those fears that you put out, that they put out there, actually happened and affected your life. And I understand some things have come close to home, but were you present at one of these events of the ongoing global drama? You know, was it put right in front of your face? Did this happen? If so, was that the story you saw? You know, very few people are actually at these events when things happen. And horrible they are. And my heart goes out to those who lost loved ones in any of these events. You know, horrible. But just remember the fear part, the heartstring pulling, as I went over, and the techniques of the 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 more obvious techniques of, of media mind control. And, and letting them take control of your emotions. I mean, listen to, to part four of this series, you know, as I was saying, the subtle and obvious techniques of mind control, I go deep into the, the heart's being pulling and all that. And this is the global drama, you know, one fear to the next, keep you in that dense energy. And, and they also want to keep convincing you that it's nation against nation. When all these nation leaders are just puppets and what they view the world as is not country and con- against country. These are, these are um, people that are beyond, roundtable people that are, again, kind of like Spectre. And that's why voting for president is laughable to the point of falling over. I mean, even in pissing your pants is laughable. I mean, anyone caught up in that is under serious mind control and, and needs uh, some, some, some intervention, you know, because – because, again, that's part of the global drama, too. You know, who, who's president? Who's commander-in-chief? Who are we going to have up there representing us? It's like, no, no. These are, these are like the manager of a store, not the owners. So while you're watching the global drama, that's what's going on there is not what's going on behind the scenes. The real stuff is happening behind the scenes. It's like, look, over here while the other people are doing something behind your back. 
That's what's going on, and that's what the global drama is. That's why David Hyde calls it the movie. And do we have to get caught up in it? No, we don't. That's the thing. We don't have to get caught up in it. And if we didn't, this thing would drop. It's really, it's really those around us that are feeding the fear. They're keeping it alive. And and if people only knew their potential, if people also only knew how they've been duped, and and if that came out officially, how duped you really were. Their jobs, and they would stop reality right here and now. But there's a lot of problems with that. And, I mean, that's what, what I hoped when, when 9-11 happened. I'm, I'll remember. I was hoping everyone would take a time out and seriously consider what they're doing every day and what they're doing to this planet. You know, I was hoping people would just take that pause and go, yeah, you know, we do a lot of hell in life and we don't really just sit down. And, you know, it's good when things like I remember the electricity went out all day here on this island. And then I got to know all my neighbors. Everybody came out because what happened is we had an earthquake. Took over the um, the electricity went out all day. You got to barbecue with your neighbors and finally see them. They're not on their way to work all stressed out. They're actually enjoying, you know, just relaxing. There's nothing anybody could do. So, but, yeah, I was hoping people would take that. But, see, everyone went, went back to work the next day after 9-11. And the treadmill is all they know how to do. So that right there is a real problem, is that people have been programmed, definitely by the media, school, loved ones, everything, to only know the treadmill. And so that's a problem. And But I guess when, I, when 9-11 happened, uh, the faith I had back then is that in humanity was that people have hearts, and they do. And that's the thing. People naturally want to do what's right, but unfortunately, they've been told that what they do in everyday life is right, even though it's really insane. And that's the problem. If people have hearts, and the, the elite know that they can manipulate people, you know, to fight in a war against a country that they don't know anything about, kill innocent people, because they told those people that their people will do the right thing that they think is right, but, they, but the manipulation of what is right has gone on. And so, and 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 what props up normal everyday reality and backs it as normal and propagates it? The tell, lie, vision, telling a vision. So turn it off. Realize what it is. It's weaponized. It's it's the wrong thing. It's not what you want. It's not what we want. It's the it's the reality manipulated, and we don't have to be there. Easier said than done. I know. But really, it's that simple. I mean, so many are deceived because they come from home from work, working hard all day, turn on the TV, start to unravel in alpha state, and let down their guard. But, you know, there is there is hope in small ways. And, and I guess, you know, like the other day, I went to the store, and I, uh, I was talking to the, the checker in line, this lady, and... Uh, Oh, I was looking at the paper. We were talking about um, the newspaper said that uh, Hawaii is one of the states that will allow Syrian refugees to uh, to uh, enter. And she was saying, you know, she was all grumbling about that. And I said, well, 
you know, I said the reality is that probably very few would come all the way to Hawaii since it's so far out out of the way. And I was saying that, that some of those people are good too, and, and I guess. And I was like, you, know, you just got to remember that, that the media pumps out fear. And I told her that, you know, the media is only owned by six companies. She goes, really? I'm like, yeah, six companies are telling you your reality. She's like, wait a minute, how old are you? You know, it's like, because I was younger than her. And I'm like, well, you know, it's not about full, how old I am. It's about that I've been able to uh, be around the right people, get the right information. And I told her that what you take in makes you, you who you are. And I also pointed to, you know, food that was I had that I was checking out with. I was like, you know, what you eat, you, you take in and you become. Well, same with this information. And if it's only coming from six sources, then you kind of want to take another look at that. She was just blown away. And, you know, if the thing is, is you got to meet people where they're at. And I think that, um, you know, that was an exceptional exceptional conversation, which you do get more denial from a lot of people. But, you, you know, there is a way to reach people. I guess that's the only thing to do. It is always kind of a hard it's kind of a hard thing to, to really – it's a lot of work. That's what it is. But, you know, that's what keeps me doing it is I, I do this for free, and I do this because I feel that I've been given a lot of information, and I'm here to give it back out and try to do my part in helping. This is my action out there in the world, one of the things that I'm doing. But, yeah, I mean, in light hypnosis, people will accept what is being said, but we don't have to be, accept those things once we realize. And once we learn, I mean, when you look at all, look at it all, it's all so silly. You know, we do all this crazy effort just to get food, shelter, water every day, and humans get tricked, got tricked into this and this and this, and we let the voices of somebody else invade our psyche. We can do better than that. And I mean, it's just more com- confirmation to me that the system is broke and it's not us. We could be free humans, but we forgot. So, again, chant it down, everyone. Let's chant down this this global drama out there that's, that's got people's minds stuck. And and take a few steps back, turn it on its head, and chant it down. That's that's what I have to say. And so, the global drama is is another addition to the series of shows that I I really felt that was maybe missing. And uh, I just thought I'd, I'd pop in for a, a episode today and give you that. And just to let you know, again, next Monday, so that is the Monday the 30th, I'm going to have on Freeman Fly and Jamie Hanshaw, who are some of the biggest names out there in alternative media giving out some incredible information, some, some really unique people I really – I've always dug Freeman's work, and I think Jamie does great work too. So I can't wait to have them on next next uh, Monday, the 30th, and that's going to be at 10 o'clock Hawaiian time. And so um, come join us for that show. And I hope you've been enjoying this series of shows. Maybe it's done you some good. I don't know, you know, um, but I hope that maybe it, you can spread the word if you enjoy this show. Um, I'm just one guy, and it's hard for me to to spread the word myself. I have, well, I have a lot that I'm trying to do, and uh, 
One of them is raise kids and other things that I do also work. I mean, this is a very small part of my life here. But if I can do it and if, and I, I'm doing this, then what can you do? So I think that, you know, just uh, keep on being a warrior, not a warrior. Uh, listen to the archives. Promote Turn It Down Radio if you can. And, and keep on listening and spread love. Goodbye, everyone. See you next week.